my lord or to give his proper name in story more what a player how are you sir welcome to Gabby, yeah, my good life. evening yeah nice to speak to you again gabby trust you're keeping safe and well absolutely we're going to take a trip down memory lane ian and we're going to remember that iconic game that you played on saturday the 8th of april in 1967, quarter-final of the FA Cup against Holders, Everton. You won 3-2 in front of a crowd of 47,510. <laughs> Scored a fantastic hat-trick. Uh, last minute of the game, your winning goal. Um, so we're going to focus on that, but we're going to have a look mm-hmm. at some of the things around at that time. And we're going to mm-hmm. test your memory and see if you can remember mm-hmm. your teammates and, and the mm-hmm. Everton uh, side. So mm-hmm. first and foremostly, let's talk about that game before mm-hmm. the other stuff. Um, Jim Finney was the referee. He was an international referee. Any memories of Jim? Uh, not particularly, to be honest with you. You know, I think uh, I think particularly in those days, they sort of you know the work they haven't got the profile that they've got yeah. now, have they? Really, mm. you know, the very unassuming, decent people, you know, that just refereed the game and whatever decision they gave you, more or less accepted. In those days, there's no ranting and raving and chasing a referee around like they do now, and you know, five or six plays diving on. You know, I think some of it, some of the, some of the referees, I think that you know, the the, the treatment they get is absolutely disgraceful now, and uh, you know, they can't accept decisions now. But when we played, it was a penalty, it was a penalty. You just got on with it, didn't you? Absolutely, I agree. Referees, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, mm-hmm. referees should be seen and not heard. So yeah, go well, and officiate, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. referees that you could talk to, could communicate yeah, absolutely. with, and they wasn't so arrogant. No, let's go. No. Let's start with the lineup that day. What was the Forest mm-hmm. lineup from your right. memory? Right, we, we we played a four-four-two um, shape. So in goal was the, the 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 brilliant Peter Grummet. Yeah, very agile, great shot stop, brilliant shot stopper actually. Yeah. Probably lacked a little bit of stature, Peter, but great, 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 great goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, Peter Hindley at right back, strong as an ox. Terry Hennessy, very talented, technically very good at, at uh, right side of centre half and a stalwart of the football club at town, Bob McKinney. I think he played about four over 700 games so far. It's you know, been, been a wonderful play for the club. At left back, John Winfield, tall, elegant sort of player. Uh, wide right was Barry Lyons, at the play they brought from Rotherham. I think he might have started his. I think he's a York lad, actually, which started his career at Rotherham. I think they paid about 40000 Very industrious sort of play. Worked the flank uh, relentlessly all the game. Uh, you know, a wonderful, uh, wonderful boy. Um, John Bowen in the middle of the park. A very talented technical player who sort of stitched things together in the middle of the park for us. Beside him was Henry Newton, who was a massive help to us. Henry was a really uh, good, good, good player he was. He was very, very... Uh, very strong, very committed, had great energy, didn't didn't shirk any tackles. He was a really, you know, when Henry didn't play, we, we missed him immensely, and he was he was he was hell of a hell of a, you know, to play alongside him, he helped me immensely, Henry. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guy. Still see him now, great guy and uh, a wonderful player. Myself, wide left, and uh, through the centre, Joe Baker, wonderful centre forward, quick as lightning. Score goals out of nothing. Alongside him was the big 
Frank Wigner had a tremendous game that day, which we'll no doubt talk to you in the next couple of minutes about that game. And he he was as strong as not. Joe and Frank had a great empathy together, made made a good twosome. And Wignall was an England international player as well, wasn't he? He was, Frank, yeah. The, he, he came from Everton. And, uh, you know, it's a real handful, Frank. Very Wasn't the quickest, Frank, but he's very strong in possession. He, he could head the ball. I mean, I got quite a number of goals off Frank, you know, just sort of balls into the box and Frank would get his head to it. It sort of to, would drop to me and, you know, just smash it in. But uh, And Joe Baker as well. I mean, he used to, Joe used to feed off Frank. And, no, he's a real, a really fine asset to having the team, Frank. A real handful. And McKinley, Bob McKinley, he was the only surviving member of the 1959 Cup winning That's team. That's correct, yeah, Forest he was. Well, yeah, Bob, he? Yeah. The, he uh, was, yeah. The Everton team that day was uh, in goal mm-hmm. ranking, who sadly Correct. recently passed away. He did, actually, yes, he mm. did, unfortunately, yeah. The back four uh, was Wright, Hurst, Pop- LeBone and Wilson. Yeah, Ray Wilson, yeah, what, what a player he was, Ray, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, in those days, you know, before you, you go through the team, they had some excellent players, a really good side. They were, because they were cup winners in 66. Mm. They beat Terry Curran. Was it ball handling, ball handling, ball uh, uh, Ball, Kendall and Harvey. What a what a midfield trio they were. That Fantastic day, players. that day it was Harvey Ball and Brown. Oh, did oh didn't he, who did play then? Kendall didn't play that day. Oh, did he not play that no, day? No, was, was he injured? Was he? I'm not sure. I didn't look really? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at that because I thought surely it must be Harvey Ball and uh, Kendall. Yeah, it always was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did, 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 did you know? Yes, yeah, Sandy Brown. He played, didn't he? That's right. Yeah, yeah he did. Sandy did Brown. I, just some. Yeah, crack on recollection. Yeah, blind. I didn't. I didn't remember that. Gabby. Yeah, yeah. Well done. And then the three yeah. up front. There was Alex Young, fantastic That's Scottish right. international. Absolutely. Jimmy Husband and uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Morrison. Scored, yeah, Jimmy scored the two goals for them, didn't he? And sub was Temple. Sub for you was Alan Hinton. Alan That's saw a right. little bit more of the game than uh, uh, Temple did for for Everton. <laughs> did he? Yeah, Be- yeah. Because you did have an injury, didn't you, mm. oh, earlier yeah. on? Two- Absolutely. Well, it was Joe Baker. I yes. mean, it, oh, I mean, he was a he was a massive miss, Gabby. Absolutely mm. a massive miss. I mean, Brian and Rowe, I mean, you know, the the terminology did him. I think he probably did do him. You know, that day it was a late and yeah, and I'm sure Brian didn't mean it, but uh, you know, it was a bit of a nasty tackle. And uh, to be honest, um, Gabby Joe was never the same player after that. It was a really bad injury. Uh, I remember coming into the treatment room next day because a little not myself and. Uh, his his uh, leg from his foot right up to the top of his side was completely black. It, oh, it's a horrendous injury, and uh, he was never the same Joe again. But I it, I'm sure that if Joe stayed stayed fit that season, we would have we would would have won something. We would have won a cup of the league. It was a big big miss. Because Forest were a fantastic side. They were. That was a 66-67 season. Mm-hmm. Now, that was the highest league position. Of course, when Brian Clough took over the reins at Nottingham Forest, they won the league and won the European mm-hmm. Cup twice. Yeah, but that did, was the yeah. greatest ever season up to that date. You finished yes, second was, in the yeah. league to Manchester United and mm-hmm. you got to the semi-final of the FA Cup. A case of if only, if Joe would have stayed yeah, injury-free, right. you could have won Spot the double. On. Spot where where we I'm sure we would have won something because he was you know he what I think that season I think I got about 25 goals Joe got yeah. about 18 
So oh, he, he was a big miss, no doubt about it. Absolutely. No, a really good player, Joe. Quick as lightning. And the form yeah. that Forrest took into that game, you'd lost once in five months. So that was really? like 27 league and cup matches. Is it really? Only lost okay. once. You were really yeah. on a seriously good really? run. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your memories of that game, going into Ooh. that game? I mean, it was a, a huge mm. game for Nottingham Forest. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the first thing that struck me when we, when we ran out in the crowd, you know, I mean, uh, they even let, young kids over the, you know, the wall, yes. in, uh, you know, the, the, the wall, you know, prior to the ground. I mean, they wouldn't do that now because of safety first, but I can remember the, the letting the kids, you know, uh, sit in front of the wall. It was that yeah. busy and, uh, and the atmosphere was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the best atmosphere I've ever played in. Yeah. And the the way the game swung and swung and fro, you know, first, I mean, we, we, we didn't play particularly well in the first half, to be honest with you, because I think the it took us a bit to adjust to Joe Baker going off. I think, was it about half an hour when he went off, Gabby? I can't quite remember. He, he, he certainly caught an injury really early, perhaps after about nine or ten minutes. And oh, then he, as early as he, that, he carried on, didn't he? He carried mm. on and he tried to play on. Yeah, and nothing. He couldn't move hardly. No, yeah. and, and he, he then had to come off, but it was... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so I think we lost our impetus a bit with, through losing him and uh, it brought Alan in. I think I had to move into uh, move into the middle. Uh, certainly did in the, at the start of the second half. So, you know, it, it was a massive loss and... Uh, yeah, he probably deserved to go in at half-time, one in front. So, yeah, you know, so we, we thought mm, we've got a bit to do in the second half. We haven't played particularly well, but, uh, yeah, second half and um, big Frank Whittle started to get into the game, started to cause lots of problems, Frank. And the the first goal, he, I think he had a shot from about maybe 25, 30 yards, which Andy Rankin just parried back to me, which, which I stroked home. Uh, so that made it 1-1, one, one, of course, that, you know, the crowd erupted then, think we're back in the game. And we started to play a bit then. And um, I think, I don't know how how long it was afterwards, I scored again. Once again, Frank Wignall, he, he, he won a great header on the edge of their box and headed. Yeah, fortunately, I had the left foot strike into the bottom corner of the net. So that made it 2-1. And we're thinking, oh, we've done it. But unfortunately, uh, I think it was about probably five minutes from the end, Jimmy Husband went down, got his second goal, equalised. And of course, the first thing that went through my mind was, oh God, we've got to go and have a replay Everton next week, which would be a hell of a difficult game. So um, we probably need to win this now. And once again, it was the uh, the head of Frank Winglet did the trick. Long ball into the box from John Winfield, headed back across, and there was that uh, story more. First, first head. I think it first first chance. Um, I think it hit uh, Andy Rankin somehow. Uh, came back to me. I think it might have. Well, it was a header. Probably he he knocked it under the crossbar. Came back to me again. Another, another header. I think which he part which hit the crossbar. I think it came back to me again. Eventually put the ball. I think it was about three or four times. Uh, you know, until I got the ball into that. So it wasn't one of my rather fortuitous to say the least, but uh, I suppose it was exciting for the crowd watching it go not 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 in. Then it, people thought it was in, and then it wasn't. So uh, yeah, it was rather an exciting climax to the game, Andy. 
Uh, Gary's Gabby, sorry. Mm-hmm. And has there ever been a more exciting finish to a game at the City no. Ground? Because it was the eighty ninth minute, and was it, it really? Yeah, I was watching. You can watch it on. Um, yeah, I've seen it a few times, black and white. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it was yeah. A match of the day, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, Kenneth Wolstenholme mm. was the, was the that's commentator. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and the atmosphere yeah. just looked oh. fantastic, and to mm. score a mm. winning goal. In the 89th minute, as Everton mm. had just got back into the game, you're thinking, here mm. we go, a here replay, the elation. You must have felt <laughs> as though you could oh, jump yeah. over that crossbar that you hit. Yeah, we certainly enjoyed ourselves that weekend. You know, I had a couple of drinks after the game, and that, that, I think we went off to uh, uh, Skegness Golfing on the Sunday. Johnny uh, Carey took us away for a treat. Uh, not as I'm a golfer, but, you know, we had a... Had a bit of a you know a couple of drinks again while we're away and uh, you know back to square one we got back but uh, yeah listen I think it goes down as certainly one if not the best one of the best games I've ever seen at the City Ground over the years I think to be fair to them I think one of the best games I ever saw personally after that was the the Forest v Cologne game in the um, whatever they called it in those days Champions European League Cup. Europa League whatever yeah, European, European Cup. Cup yeah a great game that was actually three three and that was that I was watching that game it was fantastic to watch so those two games uh, I would say that would stick out with with Forest fans yeah as probably the best two games I've seen at the City Ground. Johnny Carey was the manager. What, what mm-hmm. was he like as a manager and what was he like going into? the dressing room at half-time, a goal down, he'd had to rejig yeah. it and put yeah. you up front. And how did you feel about the dynamics of not playing in your usual accustomed mm-hmm. wide position, but playing down the middle? Mm-hmm. But I look at mm-hmm. you, and you're an ideal central striker as well as a, a, a mm-hmm. wide player mm-hmm. as well, are you mm-hmm. not, aren't you? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I had, you know, not particularly that season, but I, until... Um... Until Joe got injured, I think I finished the season off playing uh, most of the time, you know, through the middle with Frank mm-hmm. Wigner. Um It didn't particularly bother me because I'd had a bit of experience, you know, not particularly at Forest, but when, when I was growing up, I used to play, you know, the old inside left position, centre forward at times. So I had at lower levels, of course, played in different positions. I mean, you know, when I first started, you know, because of, of Alan, Alan Hinton was still in good form, you know, when I was breaking through, I, I played quite a few games down the right-hand side. So... You know, anywhere along the front line, I, th- I thought I was pretty comfortable with actually Gabby, you know, playing anywhere, really. Um, but, um, yeah, Johnny, going back, reverting back to Johnny Kerry, he was, he was a very calm, measured, very, very nice man, a real gentleman, actually. He never got flustered, never got annoyed, really. He, 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 he actually told you what he wanted to tell you, but in, sort of in a measured, calm way, he didn't sort of explode like a lot of managers. You know, you're not doing this, son, or, you know, I want you to do this. But it was very calm, very measured, very quiet. I can't remember ever coming and ranting and raving at half-time. He was, um, you know, come on, we've got to do better, except things like that. Uh, But no, a really nice guy, really, he was. And, of course, a a former manager of Everton Football Club and famously got the sack in the back of a taxi. Uh, by mm. his chairman John Moores, who later oh, went on to cha- yeah, chairman Liverpool Football Club. Did he really? I didn't realise. Yeah, that, you know, right. when people say Taxi Four, that, mm-hmm. that's the reference and why that expression became so <laughs> prominent and famous. Really? Yeah, because Johnny Carey was sacked in the back of a black cab by John Moores as, uh, as Everton manager. Really? Was yeah. yeah was, was that be, naturally that was before he came to Florida, it was wasn't yes it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so a bit of revenge right. there on his his old yeah. team yeah of Everton. course yeah 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 
Yeah, but, you know, Johnny was such a nice man, he wouldn't think about revenge. I don't think he was that type of person, really. But, uh, yeah, very knowledgeable about the game. Of course, he'd been a great player himself, hasn't he, really? And uh, so, you know, he, he took to managing like a duck to water. I mean, in those days, I mean, they, they, they didn't sit on the line like they do now, you know, in a technical area. They, they used to be sat in a stand with a collar and tie on. Mm. All, you know, <laughs> it amuses me now... Um, Gabby, if I may say this about the number of people that you know from the teams you know that are sat on the line with the manager. I mean, I cannot believe it. I mean, you know, two physios, I don't know, three technical directors. It's unbelievable, isn't it? You know, in our days, it was um, the manager used to sit in the stand. Um, there used to be the uh, the coach stroke train, what he wanted to call him on the on the on the on the touch line with the physio and 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 a. Uh, uh, one sub that was it in those days I mean now they're absolutely swarmed aren't they the yeah. benches with players yeah. and officials God knows what everybody does I just don't know I mean that technical area is immense and it has to be to accommodate the dugouts because as you say <laughs> in your day the dugout was really quite small and compact oh, you didn't, you now didn't it's almost like now, an hotel right? isn't it <laughs> Yeah, they need Tesco's now, don't you, to put them all in? <laughs> Honestly, it's absolutely incredible. But I just wonder what they all do. I really do. When you hear that some clubs have got a yeah. throwing in coach, a free kick coach, <laughs> two physios, two two masseurs. Oh dear, oh dear. What a totally different game now, isn't it? I think it's money for old rope, and I think that they <laughs> they make these roles for people to mm. undertake. But going back to your um Johnny Carey and managers of yep. yesteryear, you get mm-hmm. a far better view of the game and how it's going on by mm. sitting up there in the stand than mm. sitting in the mm. dugout because you're just watching feet, you're watching the old pitch while you're up there. And let's be honest, mm. players in your day actually knew what to do. They didn't really mm-hmm. need to be coached on the pitch. These days, no, it strikes no. me, some of these players don't know what they're doing and they have to be coached mm. on the pitch. They even give them pieces of paper uh, to oh, go onto yeah. the pitch and pass it oh, around with instructions. Yeah. It wasn't I, like I that back then, was it? I think it's a shopping list, really, like half a dozen eggs, <laughs> a loaf of bread, isn't it, really? <laughs> but no, I, know, I know what you mean, Gabby. It's, uh, oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's just changed dramatically, hasn't it, really? I mean, you know, you, you, I mean, I think they've sort of uh, made a rule this season where only the manager can stand at the front of the technical area, can't they? And, but, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, not particularly at Forest, but other clubs I've seen, you know, like three or four congregating around the manager, so, you know, having to make a decision, I mean... Sometimes I sit next to Frank Clark at the game and you can't believe it, Frank. <laughs> you know, he said the manager should be making the decisions. So he's, yeah. he's probably right. You know, he said, why, why, you know, why does it need uh, three, four, five people to make a decision? Yeah, but uh, ah, that's the way football is now. And uh, just got to get on with it, haven't we? I mean, pretty much they try and put the cart before the horse these days. But it was the manager that always pulled that team through and Johnny mm-hmm. Carey pulled you guys through mm-hmm. in 1967 oh, he and then you did. you went to entertain Tottenham Hotspur in the mm-hmm. semi-final we um, did. Yeah, without Joe Baker yeah 21 days after yeah mm, yeah we didn't you know we, we lost 2-1 to um, uh, to Tottenham we, you know they were our jinx team at the time we could never beat them I don't know why mm. Jimmy Greaves I mean a memory in that game I don't think he'd had a a kick for about half an hour and the first kick he had of course it's in the back of our net yeah. that was Jimmy wasn't it yes it Prolific was goal scorer wasn't he absolutely yeah. wonderful goal scorer yeah he got to be in anybody's team hadn't he really greasy <laughs> I mean Jimmy Greaves shouldn't have had 
uh, a number on the back. He should have had a health warning for the defence. He shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, listen, a uh, nice guy as well. Really. I met him on one or two occasions and really nice guy and uh, oh, yeah, a wonderful, wonderful goal scorer, wasn't he? Really absolutely brilliant. So from elation at the City Ground, really, to deflation, wasn't Correct. it, against Tottenham Hotspur? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very. You know, you know, as as a kid growing up, Gabby, you know, you you know, you watch the cup final, and you know, when I was growing up, I think the first one was in the early fifties, and you know, poor, you know, you just saw the crowds and the elation, all the razzmatazz that went with it. Cool, would it would be great to play in a cup final. So, you know, when we got that so close that time, and um, you know, got beaten in the semi final, as you quite rightly said, it's. Uh, a oh, massive disappointment it really was, yeah. But, you know, we had to soon get over it and make sure that we finished the season off strongly, which we, which we did, I think. And, um, uh, you know, managed to finish second in the league to, to Manchester United, of course. And they went on to win the European Cup the following year. Yeah, four points behind them, of course. It was two yeah. points was for a win. Was it four, was it? Yeah, two mm. points for a win in those days. Mm. And mm. at home, you played United early doors, 1st of October, 66. Uh, Crow hat-trick and Wignall in a 4-1 oh, four, four victory, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we didn't do too bad against Manchester United. You know, I, think, I mean, it was a very, very close game. I think they... they um, they beat us 1-0 up, I believe, in yes, they did. February time. Yeah, yeah 11th of February, yeah. And I remember after the game, and it's never happened before, that Matt Busby came into our dressing room and he said, well done, lads. He said, that's a, you know, one of the best games of football I've seen. He said, we'd like you to come up at, into the boardroom and have a drink with the with the director. He said, because we're very, 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 very pleased with the you know your performance and how you conducted yourselves. So it was a great game, et cetera, et cetera. We'd, we'd like you to come at the room and have a you know, a drink with the directors, which was a wonderful gesture from him, you know, and of course, you know, I eventually went to uh, to, to Manchester United, had more to do with him then, yeah, but yeah, great man and uh, very successful. But again, that's the mark of a great man, isn't it? You go Absolutely. in the dressing room, you congratulate the opposition, win, lose or draw, mm-hmm. come, and oh, have a, yeah. come and have a drink. Uh, you are a, mm-hmm. a fantastic that's team right. and anybody's equal. Sadly, he didn't yeah. get over the line in the league. Sadly, he didn't get no. over the line in the FA Cup. But uh, going no. back and um, how that cup run started, mm-hmm. it started on the 28th of January against Plymouth in a mm. 2-1 victory at home. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play, Gabby. I yeah. was injured. Wignall and Baker scores. Mm. Who? Wignall and Baker scored oh, the two score goals. That? I remember watching the game. I think I was injured actually. Yeah, I missed yeah. that game. Yeah. And then and it was it was Swindon Town the next one. No, you played Nottingham. I'm sorry, Nottingham. You are Nottingham Forest. You played Newcastle United. You oh, always, three yeah, nil. You had a bit of form in Newcastle. Forest and Newcastle yeah. in the sixties and seventies. That was a bit yeah. tasty, wasn't it? Yeah, those that's cup right. Games. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember we beat them three 0 didn't yeah, we? Yeah, did. Wignall, Quite comfortably, really. Yeah. Yeah, Wignall, Barney, and, uh, and and Baker. John yeah, Barnwell. Yeah, I think I, made, I think I think I made all three goals that game, if I remember, because uh, Alf Ramsey was at the game, and um, yeah, I think I was chosen for the under twenty ones uh, in the not too distant future after that game. Yeah, because you certainly were on the radar. You played for England in nineteen seventy against yes. uh, Holland and Johan yeah. Cruyff. That was Johan's first taste of Wembley as a as a, really, a Dutch yeah. international player. And you had a goal disallowed, yeah. didn't you, that game? I did, yeah. I think I had a couple kicked off the line. So, yeah, I was mm-hmm. a bit unfortunate in that respect, yeah. And then, of course, within, I don't know, it was two or three weeks later, we were playing at Manchester City. 
And um, unfortunately, I sustained a really bad injury that, and I don't think I played again that season. Yeah, it was a rather late tackle from a, a gentleman called Arthur Mann, who uh, was at Notts County at one time. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it was a nasty injury and uh, really, um, really, really disappointed to 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 have uh, received that. And of course, it uh, put a dampener on my England uh, career. You know. I mean, I was due to go to the World Cup and, you know, whether I would have played is another thing, but it would be nice to be have gone and been included in the squad, yeah. Just to have been there would have been an experience. Absolutely. Uh, off the pitch, British yeah. Steel uh, was nationalised. Uh, really? Cha- yeah, Charlie Chaplin's last film was released. <laughs> A Countess from Hong Kong. Sergeant Pepper, the Beatles released Sergeant uh, Pepper. Okay, yeah. yeah. Ronald Ryan became the last man hanged in Australia. I always think really? it should be hung, but it isn't grammatically hanged, it's hanged yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, right. oh blimey, yeah, correctly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, to be honest. <laughs> and, and the first North Sea gas is pumped really? ashore at Easington, really? East Riding of Yorkshire. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so there, there was quite a few things going on off the pitch. That was six. That was nineteen sixty-seven. In the hit parade Blimey. in nineteen sixty-seven, we had fourteen number ones. So there really? was there was a lot going on off the pitch Blimey. and on the pitch. Back on Absolutely. the pitch in March of sixty-six. Sorry, sixty-seven. Um, yeah. You played Swindon. That was a mammoth Correct. tie, wasn't it? Yeah, three three games. three games, I believe it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one one at home. Yeah, away. No, sorry, nil nil at home. Yeah, one one there. Villa Park, I believe, wasn't it? The third one. Yeah. And was it three nil? Was it we won? Absolutely. Your memory is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah, I remember, I remember that game. I remember playing against a lad called Rob Thomas. I think eventually went to Derby. It was it was a it was a bit of an awkward sort of opponent, Rod. He was so tall and gangly, but he had these. You know, you think you'd gone past him. He stuck one of his <laughs> long legs out and pushed the ball out for a try. But uh, I got to know him quite well. Actually, a really nice guy actually. And he eventually went to Derby, I think, didn't he? And, uh, and of course, he won't be playing now. He's, well, I know he's not playing now, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that, there were three very interesting games actually. Yeah, they were had that. They had that good play, didn't they? Don Rogers, who was a yes. you know very good player. Yeah, Don. Yeah, excellent. And um, yeah, he, he caused us a few problems in one or two of the games. But I think eventually we, uh, I think our uh, prowess as a first year club, you know, finally came through and uh, we won the third game rather comfortably. Yeah. Because were were they a third division team? They were when they won. They yeah, when they won the cup in '69 against Arsenal, uh, the mm-hmm. League Cup, they were a third division team, wasn't they? Because mm-hmm. in '67, yeah. QPR were the first third division team to win the uh, the League Cup by beating mm-hmm. West Bromwich Albion. But yeah, really? yeah, drawing them out that that you must have thought in your own heads, blimey, this is oh, a nice thought, easy yeah, one, isn't it? Third yeah. division. We're in the next yeah. round. Oh, yeah, they, they were de- decent, really, yeah. at that level, absolutely. No, the, yeah. two, the first two games were, were pretty difficult, you know, so uh, we're certainly pleased to get that one out of the way, yeah. So after that, it would be, was that was that the quarterfinal after that, was it? Ever? So you got third round Plymouth, fourth round Newcastle, fifth round Swindon, and yeah. then it's Everton. So when, Everton, yeah. when you've drawn that Swindon guy, Swindon ball out the out, you're thinking, oh, we are quarterfinal against whoever, and mm. uh, here we go. We're on another. We're going to win the FA Cup again because <laughs> teams do think like that and players do oh, think like yeah. that, don't they? Yeah, you do that, get carried I think away. I, yeah. 
I think a lot of it's more in hope and expectation. Absolutely. Isn't it? You know, when you get when you get to get get so near and get so far, really, don't you? It would have been fantastic, you know. But yeah, really massive, massive disappointment. Absolutely, yeah, not to get there. Yeah. And in the League Cup, you got knocked out in the second round. Did we that mm-hmm. season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By whom? My team. Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham City. Was it, was it Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. Birmingham City. Thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, really? it? yeah. I know, I know. I thought um, that as well. Blimey! Must have thrown, <laughs> must have thrown a bad one in that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but again, what, what division would they? What division would they be in then, Gabby? Sixty-six. I would imagine Birmingham would have been a second division team second, well, know, because well. Blues have well. always been up and down. A little bit mm-hmm. like a, a, a yo-yo. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit like a puppet on a string, which was number mm-hmm. one on the 8th of uh, <laughs> April, which was the same day that you played Everton. Did you watch really? the Eurovision Song Contest at all in those days? Was that <laughs> no, part of your really. celebrations? No, absolutely not, no. I heard it. Yeah, I knew the song, of course. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I didn't, didn't, didn't watch it, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I think we're so delighted to have, uh, got, you know, beaten Everton that day. I think we're probably celebrating that night. <laughs> Other things that went on. Mohammed Ali refuses military service in oh, Texas. Was that 66? Yeah, 67. And uh, Priscilla and Alvis got married. And, of course... Did they really? Yes, yeah, Celtic oh, won the European Cup. The average, oh, yeah, yeah. The average house price. Have a guess how much the average house price what, was. In, I'll tell you what, in 1966, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me have a go. I would say about two and a half thousand. Three thousand eight hundred and forty. Oh, really, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I remember my first house was four thousand actually, so that was uh, sixty eight, yeah, yeah. A gallon, oh, right. a gallon of petrol, twenty seven oh, pence. Oh How Tw- much? Twenty seven pence. You're joking. No, 20, what was that in old money by the way? Yeah, five shillings and two pennies. Which, How much? Five shillings and two pennies, Jeez, which right, translates right. to 27 pence. Is and a Mark is? II Ford Cortina, seven and a half hundred pounds for a brand new oh, car. God. Can we get back to those times? <laughs> I would love to get back to those <laughs> times. It'd be fantastic. God, and the Grand National was won by an outsider. Oh, I know that. I know, I know, I know the winner. Oh, God, what was it called? 100 to 1 chance, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Oh, God, and I've got a name defence off it, and I should know that. Oh, blam, I remember, I remember it, yeah. Oh, Foynaven. That's the one, yep, Foynaven. Yeah, yeah, it just came to me there, yeah. Foynaven, of course, it 100 to 1. 100 to 1, yeah. yeah. And I think they've named the fence after it now, haven't they? I, I don't know. I'd never I heard of it. I believe they have, yeah. Yep, I've, I'm um, not sure, but I think they have. I've, um, I was never a, a horse person, so mm-hmm. when I looked at it, I thought, well, I'll have a look at who won the Grand National and mm-hmm. Please Release Me was the highest selling single of mm-hmm. 1967. Really? The, Be- the Beatles? Uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, oh Christ, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, sorry, absolutely. Yeah. Or in other words, Jerry Dorsey because he changed yeah. his name, didn't he? Yeah. Now, four, uh, days um, after, four days after your season finished, Yes. you played Barcelona? We played them in a friendly game. We went, we went on a um, uh, end of season tour to yeah, Spain, of course. Mm-hmm. We played Barcelona, which we won two one actually. Believe it or not, yeah. yeah. I remember Can you that. remember the goal scorers? I can't. No. Wignall and I Lyons. Can't. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, blind. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was. Oh Christ! I mean. Uh, First, it gets struck when I walked in the dressing room. How big they were, you know, compared to what was in the, you know, the 
first division at that time, you know, some were rather pokey, but oh, they're absolutely ma- massive, the dressing rooms and, you know, the pitch, of course, and the stadium, it was absolutely fantastic. And then we went down to um, play Valencia, actually. Yeah, yeah. And then had a few days in a lovely place called Sitges, which, you know, it's a bit of a holiday in a couple of games, you know, for in sort of um, recognition of having a decent season the club. So it was, yeah, it was a nice end to the season, actually, yeah. Going back to that Barcelona game, can you remember mm-hmm. some of the players that you played against? I mean, were Barcelona no, you know? the team that they, they... There wasn't back then the team that they are now, are they? No, I don't think so, to be honest with you. You know, I, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember one of the players, to be honest with you, Gary. Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, yeah, I think certainly one of the certainly one of the better clubs in Spain, which they always have been, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. supported. Yeah, I think it was a decent crowd there night for a friendly game, actually. 60,000 or something, yeah. And again, great, so, yeah. great experience, isn't it? You yes, know, it going, was, yeah. Because, again, in those days, it, it it's commonplace for teams to go and have end-of-season tours now, but not so. Mm. Not it wasn't that so was prevalent back money. then, was it? Mm. Well, I think I, th- I think they have end-of-season tours, a pre-season tour. They have to make a lot of money, don't they? Yeah, America, Australia. That's the only reason they go now, isn't yeah, it? Sell shirts. Certainly the Premiership teams, isn't it, really? It's yeah. just a question of how much they can make, isn't it? Absolutely. You know? No, it's all about, I think, that, as we talked about it earlier, I think the Premiership's now just, it's just all about how much money we can make, isn't it? Sadly, yeah. it is all about money. Um, yeah. Football has never been awash with so much money. But oh, back in your in day, I mean, there was three hat-tricks the weekend. You scored a hat-trick back in 1967. You never mm-hmm. even got the match ball. Forget about signing it. You never no, even got oh, it, did you? Oh, yeah. You don't ask for the match ball, and you certainly don't give your shirt away. You'd have to, 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 to take the money if you if you're out your way to get another one. <laughs> Times oh, have I, changed so much, haven't they? You know, when when you see when they score a goal now and throw the shirt into the crowd, <laughs> take the shirt off. Oh God! You should, you know, just to put your hand up, didn't you? Jog back to the halfway, and it's oh well, I've done yeah. my job, you know. Yeah. yeah there's no statics about it, was there? Really, you know, it's. Uh, you know, racing around the pitch and, you know, jumping into the crowd with the players and taking your shirt off. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Some of them go a bit over. Oh, and these sort of these dance routines that they have now, don't they? The routines of dancing. Oh, dear. I mean, it's it's gone too far, hasn't it? I think they spend as much time practising the goal celebrations <laughs> as practising and honing their skills. Could yeah, you imagine it back in the day of Shankly? Of Busby, of Clough, of Doherty. Oh, Oh, God, the slaughter the wouldn't they, really, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my word, they would, yeah. Cloughy would, wouldn't they, absolutely, yeah. You know, he had some great one-liners, didn't he? (laughs) Oh, could you imagine, Cloughy? Young man, I pay you to score goals, not to prance around after you've scored them. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, I remember being in the dressing when I went to Derby that weekend, just for the weekend, you know, when I was... (laughs) Post the ceremony, he's giving his team talk for the. Um, they were playing Wolves that day. And he, oh, I mean, his team talk is very simplistic, Gabby. Yeah. You know, that's your job. That's mm-hmm. your job, McFarlane. That's your job, uh, Colin Todd. Webster, that's your job. You know, John O'Hare, Hector, you get me a goal. That's your job. You know, very simplistic, nothing mm-hmm. technical about it, you know, and that's, uh, you know, the, the, the European lads winning team, that's, that's how the time he was like. Nothing complicated about tactics or anything. Didn't watch the opposition. Didn't work on free kicks, and that was it. Get out and we 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 play how we play, and that's it. End of story. But isn't that the best way? Well, I would have thought so, but um, oh, now I mean, as 
Oh, no, I mean, I mean, you just see the stats on the television, don't you? During a game mad. after a game. Draws me mad. Oh, how, many, how many yards has he run? How many shots at goal has he had? Oh, mm. how many touches in the opposition? But, oh, I mean, it drives me bonkers, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, most people can tell have got a decent decent view about football, whether somebody's playing well or not, can't they? God, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, does it? No. No. You mean you know yourself when you've been a player? If you weren't playing well, you don't need anybody to tell you. Exactly. Brian Clough was a, a simple man of simple, of simple oh, words and simple tactics. Oh, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I remember Martin Martin O'Neill went to see him one day, Gabby, and uh, uh, he'd, he'd been playing him in the in, in the reserves week in week out. So Martin went went down to the down to Cluffy's office and knocked on the door and. Uh, Oh, he said, it's you, is it, Mr... He said, it's you, is it? This is Brian to Martin. He says, what do you want, young man? He said, uh, Gaffer, just come and see you. He said, I wonder why you keep playing me in the, in the second team. He said, he said, that's easy, son. He says, because I haven't got a third team. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, really, he's quite a funny man, actually, Cuffy, you know. I mean, I mean, I... I fell out with him over the Derby thing, but I still still had a great respect for him, what he did in, within the game at Forest, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't so much you fell out with him, he just wouldn't speak to you after, would no, it? No, oh, he completely, completely ignored me. I walked past him, you know, within two or three yards and he would, wouldn't even look at me. No, absolutely not. And it wasn't my fault, so there we go, that's football, you know. I think some people thought he engineered it all, but far from the truth, it was, it was embarrassing to say yeah. the least that mm-hmm. weekend. Absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. But you're going back to how he, he, he looked at the game of football in, in simple terms. Mm-hmm. When I watched that, I believe in miracles, going back to the, uh, yeah. the miracle men, Kenny Burns, yeah. I was talking to Kenny Burns, and oh, we were on, yeah. he was on about free kicks. He said, uh-huh. um, what we used to do with free kick, Cluffy would say, with direct free kick, just kick it. <laughs> and so what we do if it's an indirect free kick, he said, we pass it and then we kick it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh he's very simplistic. Yeah, really, you know. But yeah, I know Kenny, that great guy, Kenny. And of course, he turned out to be a wonderful servant for Forest. Didn't he? Great player and a great lad, actually, Kenny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, don't th- I don't think he's been in the best of health lately, has he? But oh dear, um, yeah. I don't think he has. But yeah. he's okay now. I think. Yeah, there were two little little problems, but he's okay now, Kenny. Yeah. And do you still go down to the city ground as, as a guest these days? Yes, do I do. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you know, the the, the chairman, the ex, well, I think he's just resigned, actually, chairman. He's still at the ground. Nick Radley has been uh, absolutely excellent w- w- with us. You know, some of the old players like myself, Gary Bertels, um, Frank Clark, John Barr, we still go down. And, uh, yeah, we get invited in the boardroom. Nice to be here before the game. And and a ticket to the director's box. So, yeah, the hospitality has been absolutely first class and uh, much appreciated, yeah. Fantastic. And, of course, uh, you know, the, the the manager's been absolutely fabulous, Steve Cooper. You know, what, what a lovely man he is. And, yeah. um, you know, we, we, you know all, the, all the old lads, we wish him well and his staff. You know, he's got some really great lads working for him and uh, all really nice people. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Steve, you know, he marches us down to the training ground any time we want to go and have a bit of lunch there. What, what, what a really nice man, you know, a really good, you know, we watch your trade, he's a really good coach, uh, Steve, and, um, you know, we wish him every success that he deserves. 
That's absolutely fantastic. And, and mm. I think that a football club always should remember their former greats. That's mm. what well, we I do. Think he's, yeah. Well, I think he's taken that on board, Steve. You know, I mean, he hasn't just blanked. As you know, a lot of managers would come and say, oh, well, yeah. I'm not bothered about the past and et cetera, et cetera, you know. But no, he's been absolutely brilliant, Steve, you know, with the, the, the old players like myself and I say Gary and Robbo and, uh, you know, Colin Barrett, all that crowd, John O'Hare, Frank Clark. He's been brilliant with us. And, uh, yeah, so we have a, on every Thursday we meet up at, uh, in, in West Bridgeford in Nottingham there and have a, have a chat for a few hours, you know, the old timers and, uh, and, and with the gentleman, Johnny Owen, that wrote the, the way you believe in miracles that made the film for that. Another great guy, Johnny, you know, he's been yes. very, very, he's on the board at Forest. He's been yeah. absolutely fantastic with me and appreciate all he's done for me. Really nice guy. And, uh, he's, his partner actually is Vicky McClure, that wonderful yeah. actor who was in, has been in, you know, featured in a lot of BBC, um, stuff and she she's absolutely brilliant and we actually went to their wedding the other week yeah they had a, a wedding in nottingham and which was which is absolutely brilliant so uh yeah really two nice the two great people two very very pleasant people yeah so yeah i mean so you know you do meet some really nice people with, with football yeah i mean there's some you know the odd horrible person but generally you know most most of them are very very nice people Absolutely fantastic. Ian, it's been a tremendous trip down memory lane, yeah, remembering yeah. 66, 67. All the very, very best uh, for your book. And Thank you. we will reconvene and we'll do another podcast. We'll look at your uh, your 11, Ian Storymore's yeah. 11. So we'll do a few podcasts. And Absolutely. The book, the book is out, guys, on the 23rd of October. Um, and you can buy it and you can you can pre-order it online at Amazon or anywhere that you access your book. So yeah, Ian Storymore, yeah, yeah. my Lord, Ian Storymore, what a player. Uh, thanks pal. It's been an absolute yeah, pleasure yeah, taking a trip yeah, down memory lane yeah, with you. Yeah. yeah. You're more than welcome. Bobby. Thank you for your kind words. And um, yeah, let, let's hope, you know, one or two people, you know, have it in their mind to buy the book. I, I hope they do. And I think it'll make an, an interesting read. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, thousands should because you were an absolute starter. Thousands. <laughs> Thank you very. Thanks. Thanks very much, Gabby. Appreciate that. Thank you. Cheers, pal. God bless you. Nice Cheers, speak mate. Soon. Cheers, my Okay, Gabby. Ta-ra. Take care, Bill. Thanks, Give my regards to Terry, won't you? Yeah. Will do. Great, Will great do. Great guy. Great play. Yeah. So please do. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thanks, pal. Speak soon. Welcome. Ta-ra, mate. Ta-ra, mate. Bye-bye. 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 B